we'll, what we'll if? see. But we'll we'll get to it. But it does feel final. I I honestly don't believe that there's a need for a season three. Me but, neither. Okay. All right. I was about to ask you. I, I don't know maybe what kind of story they'd explore in season three. Yeah. All right. So let's get into it. So let's talk about it. It is called once again Glorious Purpose, directed by Aaron Moorhead and Justin Benson, written by Eric Martin. By the way, these gentlemen they they hit it out of the park. This they hit the is, nail on the head. Yeah, I can say this for myself. You know, I can only speak for myself that this is my favorite Marvel season of any of the series. My favorite season, okay? And it's fresh in my mind. Everything that happened in these six episodes, but we'll see six months from now if I still remember. Everything as clear as I remember it now, but I think I will. I think I will. I, I really, really I enjoyed faith. this season. You have faith that I'm going to remember I six months faith, from now? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Good. All right. So now let's get back to Loki. This was all about Loki. You know, it's called Loki, so it has to be about him. We know that at right up until the end of episode five, we know that he can manage time travel. He can he can control it. He can go anywhere he wants, past, present, and future. It doesn't matter. So now he is back at the TVA, and we're right back at that moment where he sends Victor Timely down to open up that door to walk the gangway, and we know what happened to Timely mm-hmm. in episode five. He didn't make it. SpaghettiOs. Multiple times, numerous times, honestly. Yeah. So a big, a big pivotal point of this episode is that Loki, he keeps going back in time, trying to get Victor Timely to get through. He fails, and they they just do a montage, and they play a fifth of Beethoven Yeah. while, while this whole montage is happening, and Loki's just progressively having more and more unhinged reactions to each failure. Yeah, he keeps speeding it up as if, okay, well, let's, okay, we'll, we'll get it right this time. Let's keep going. Let's keep moving. Get where down he- there. And there's this one time where it takes centuries for Loki to learn how the loom works. Yes, he wanted to go back and know just as much as OB. So OB, we know, has been around for 400 years. So he went back centuries yeah. <laughs> to, to, to figure it all out. And it was it was the, the timing of the, you know, the actors. And I don't know how often they had to rehearse this, but it was wonderful. It was perfect. You know, how every time he would repeat, Loki has already been there, so he knows exactly what the person's going to say before they say it, and you get that look. Like, how did you know I was going to say that? You know, type of thing. It was it was really fantastic. Um, it, it it was fantastic to watch. It wasn't a, a, a great moment for Victor Timely because every time he would go out there, he would just get you know obliterated. Yeah, and he would just come back. Then after a while, I was like, man, this this is starting to hurt. You know, this guy's going out there. I'm and just like, okay, the okay, same result, Loki, same outcome. Chill out. Yeah, Hello, my buddy. Yeah, so let's figure something out, okay? And then, like you said, that's when, he, that's when he went back all the way back, hundreds and hundreds of years ago, and figured it all out. Know just as much about the time loom as uh, the time loom, the uh, the loom as 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 much as Obi knows about it. So Victor Timely gets out there, and Loki's like talking twice speed. He's like, get out of the gateway and run and put the loom in and spit it and hit the green button and shoot it and then hoof it right back. Right. And then Victor Tadley somehow manages to download all that information and he does it. He pulls it, it off. It's successful. He finally gets it right. 
Uh, he, he makes back, it there. He makes it back. And everyone's celebrating. Yeah. Everyone's so happy. Yeah, time and to be brave. And the rings are getting the rings are getting bigger, and they're starting to hold all the branches. And then temporal failure. The, it's not working. Yeah. Being, it's not and Victor Dudley's like, you know, there's infinite branches. You know, we can't account for infinite. It's like try to divide by zero. Yeah. And Loki just he sat there and gave up. He had a whole existential crisis in two minutes of all time. So yeah. they ended up, Loki ended up having to go back and tell him, he went to go visit he who remained to try to, to the stop it time. there. Yeah. He goes all the way back to the end of time, the finale of Loki to try to stop Sylvia from killing he who remains so the branches will stay together. That doesn't work, and Sylvia's too stubborn to listen, and she refuses to stop killing he who remains. So Loki tries fighting her multiple times. You know, there's a massive battle. Then all of a sudden, Loki's like, you know, why don't you ever fight back, he who remains? You have technology that can do this. So he who remains is like, okay. I don't know why I didn't think of that earlier. But he froze Sylvie, and now she's like in her own moment in time. Yeah, frozen. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. Yeah, so while she is caught in suspension, Loki and he who remains have a little chit chat and he explains to, to Loki how this is all working out. This is all his plan. And, you know, Loki says, well, why don't I just break the temporal loom? And Remain says, well, if you break that, then that's going to cause multiple wars. You know, that's a fail safe. You know, um, the, 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 the temporal loom is only there to, support the timeline, the sacred timeline. That's the only timeline that matters, all right? Everything else would just get destroyed. So that is not a good idea, my friend. I would recommend you not do that. Now, you the got other- it. I just realized yeah. something. Mm-hmm. You know how Loki managed to survive how the branch got spaghetti-oed? How? Mm-hmm. He's from the main timeline. He's from the sacred timeline. True. So he's being preserved because he's from the sacred timeline. Well, weren't everyone from the sacred timeline at one point until they branched off and did their, you know, got. No, they were all from branches. Them. Well, they were on branches because they decided to veer off the sacred timeline, right? Even Sylvia was on a branch. Yeah. Because she's yeah. a variant. I mean. Everyone was on a branch, not necessarily the sacred timeline. So they started pulling people from branches and pruning them. Yeah, the same thing happened to Loki. So Loki, yeah. right, okay. But because mm-hmm. Loki's from the sacred timeline and everyone else is from branches, he gets a pass because, as he already said, he's protecting the sacred timeline. Interesting, okay. And then what remains offers him is to run the TVA for him. Right. Rather than break the loom, why don't you just take my place and, and run the timeline, uh, run the sacred timeline? And Loki is not interested. He's not having it. So now what is he going to do? OK. I believe at this point, Loki is really at a crossroads. He has no idea how to fix this. And the next couple of scenes takes place, one with Mobius Right when they're having a conversation, and Mobius tells him the story about when he was a hunter, and he failed to do something that he was supposed to do. There was a, a variant who was a, a young boy who was out there destroying all these hunters. And, yeah, uh, and Mobius couldn't pull the trigger. Mobius didn't have so the Red courage. Slayer yeah. said, 
I'll do it for you yeah. and prune the poor kid. Right. Uh, right. I don't, I don't appreciate that Renslayer. Yeah. Well, you know, she, that's what she's there to she's do evil. to support the timeline. Well, okay. She's doing her job. Yeah. Also speaking of Renslayer, where even is she? Well, we'll get to that, but I think she's actually at the end of time. I don't know. It looks to me that she's but probably isn't Loki left. at the end of time. Well, right. Yeah. So maybe she, cause you know, well, we're skipping to the end, but when she was on the grass and she looked up and she saw this bright light, it, it looked, purple. yeah, it looked purplish green. And that was right around the time when Loki was actually restoring the branches, bringing them to life. So maybe and there was a TVA logo. So maybe she's at the future ruins of the TVA. The future ruins of the TVA. I don't know about that. That's a, okay. Or something. Okay. All right. Well, so he's having this conversation with Mobius. That's fine. But when I, you know, I watched the episode a second time, and I, what I was getting out of this, these two conversations, the one that he had with Mobius and one he had with Sylvie, was these are the two people he cared the most for, right? And him having Loki having this conversation with Mobius and, and Sylvie felt like he was saying goodbye to them without saying goodbye. You know, like he wanted to just talk to them for one last time, share a story, wanted to hear one of Mobius's story. Um, it was a very good one. And then after, well, the question that Loki asked him, well, how do you decide who lives or who dies? Um, Mobius, you know, well, I, you know, I don't recall um, Mobius answering the question, but it was on the lines of, okay, well, we do what we have to do to save the timeline. All right. Um, sometimes you got to prune some people, sometimes you didn't. And that's why he gave the story about he was in a position where he couldn't do it. Right. He couldn't destroy this little boy, but Renslayer, like you said, did it for him. And then after the conversation ended, then Mobius disappeared. Right. So to me, that was, Loki saying goodbye to Mobius. Then we move on to the next scene where this was in episode five, right? Where um, he was able to get all of the, the the team together in this one room, you know, Obi's place, you know, back when he was on his branch timeline. And Sylvia's there and he does something that she's never seen him do before. He was able to stop time, right? You saw these branches come in and he just snapped his fingers and stopped, and she says, "Well, how, how? What are you doing? How are you doing this?" And he says, "I control. I can control it. I figured out what I what I need to do." So what he explains to to Sylvie is the only way to fix this, to save everybody, and to keep the branch, uh, keep the timeline sacred, um, is for you to let he who remain, he who remains, live. And Sylvie says, "I'm not doing that." You, you got to be kidding me. Loki says, all right, well, if you won't stop it, if you, you know, won't, you know, if you decide that you want to go through with killing him, then I may have to take you out. And she says, well, that's what you have to do because he's going down. Right. So that was the conversation that he had with Sylvie. Um, and as you said before, when we went back to, to the end of time, she kept going back at him. He was trying to stop her. And every time he would try and he would fail and she would just 
you know, you hear him say, uh, see, you know, see you see later. You yeah, see you soon. And then it just kept He's acting like they're going to meet for tea time next yeah. week. Like, see you soon. It just kept, he just kept repeating, see you soon, see you soon. You know, that she actually succeeded. Once again, Loki having an existential crisis over the course of two minutes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then there, right then and there, was Loki saying goodbye to Sylvie. You know, Sylvie says she's, you know, she doesn't have any regrets for what she did. He who remains needed to go. He was, um, you know, he was destructive. The timeline is not needed. But he couldn't get, Loki couldn't get Sylvia to change her mind. Honestly, okay. Sylvie's being a little myopic there. Tell me. She she should honestly be considering the big picture. Killing he remains is a small victory that causes way more damage, but she refuses to listen, and I don't understand that. Also, what they could have, what Loki could have done is while she was frozen, taken her tempad, and then taken them to somewhere away from he who remains so they can have a chat or a fight. I don't know. Either way, just to keep he who remains alive. Drop her off in Oklahoma, take her temp pad, you know, just just do that. All right. Okay. All right. Let's stop for Q&A. Let's see who is here. We got Alex. Alex, thank you so much for joining us. Alex says, I think she's in a place near the end of time. Renslayer. It's the same place where Loki met his variants in episode five of season one, I believe. That's a good point. That's what it does look like. It could be the same place. You think? Yeah. Okay. Good. They also right. showed the TVA logo. All right, yeah, I, I I didn't catch that. You said you they you saw the TVA logo, yeah, where Renslayer was located. Yeah, it was on the ground. It was like covered in dirt. Wow. Oh, so that's why you're thinking that that's the end of time when the TVA has been finally destroyed. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay. All right. But do you agree that that bright light that she might have saw has something to do with the branches that Loki were joining together? Maybe. Maybe. Okay. We don't know. All right. But that's a good point. Thank you, Alex, for that. All right. So then, let's move on. So, Loki says goodbye to Mobius. He says goodbye to Sylvie. He returns back to the TVA, back to that point when Timely is about to go down and actually pass through the loom. Um, Alex says, I can see why Sylvie refused to stop herself from killing he who remains. There is a long debate between the values and the greater good. It's a tough question with good points for both sides. Good point. Yeah, very good point. All right. The show is crazy. <laughs> Aiden, good to see you. It's been a while. Thank you for it's coming back. Moment. Yeah, yeah. Aiden, Aiden Rivera's here. Um, good it, to have you back. Yeah. It's 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 a mind trip, I guess. You know, it's a uh, very creative. You know, I you know, I could sit here and just talk about this this season. It was you you didn't know how it was going to end. You didn't know what was going to happen from one episode to the next. And up until the the very end, it's just very. It was it was the word marvelous comes <laughs> comes to mind. Marvelous, yeah, marvelous. It was wonderful. Yeah, go ahead. This Loki version that we see with the dark black stone horns. I'm gonna call it black stone, or because that's it's a block in Minecraft, and it looks very similar, especially the gilded kind. So I'm gonna call it black stone. Uh, he's got the black stone horns. That's and the yeah, the green cape that's branches now. Yeah. Um that that he's God Loki. He's God Loki, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That's the official name according to Funko Pop. God Loki. Okay. Well, you know what and 
that's Loki, right? He is a god, and he said it to us many times. All right, now let's get back to this moment. I am a god. Let's get back to this moment where he is about to send, well, Victor Timely down, open the doors to the loom, and he stops Timely, and he just walks past everyone, and he... Well, I think Timely had already gone down. Well, that's right, yes, because Timely succeeded, right. Yeah, this exactly. is the same right. timeline so this is at where the point. Victor Timely succeeded. That's right, So You're Loki right. went back out there, walked right past everybody, locked the doors, and said, I'm doing what I have to do. Right. And then he walks out and just th- th- destroys the loom and starts picking up all the branches, and Obi's like, the branches are dying, and Loki starts, you know, Rise of Skywalker and giving the branches life again. Rise of Skywalker. You know how you, you <laughs> oh, know what's boy. funny? What's that? Ray stabbed Kylo Ren while he was grieving, and then she force healed him. I remember that. Yes. I mean, I didn't know you could channel your soul to revive somebody like Kylo Ren did at the end of Rise of Skywalker. Really, okay. well, really dampened the emotional blow. Getting there. back to Loki. <laughs> getting back to Loki. Getting back to our uh, good stuff. All right. Well, look. All right. So. You you were you were on the right track, you know. So yes, timely succeeded, but the the loom uh, was not holding all the branches. It was still in overload, about to explode. So Loki says, "You know what? Hey, I'm just going to do this on my own. Nobody else can do this but me." So he goes down right and gets on the gangway. You know, he locks the doors so that Mobius and and Sylvie wouldn't follow him or would try to stop him. And then he turns around. This is very um, emotional when he turns around. And again, the last, the two people that he really cares about the most are the last two people he see before he goes off eh, on alive. the gangway. I'm sure he'll yeah. pay them a visit. Yeah, on the gangway. And, you know, to me, it felt like um, Clark Kent transitioning into Superman moment for me. You know, because Loki's wearing the, the you know the, the jacket and the tie, and he's going out there. And he's Clark Kent, and all of a sudden, you he he's starts ready wearing to, away. Yeah, right, and yeah, right. But he's he's transforming into this superhero, this powerful god. You know, yes, Keith. I think we're in trouble. What's going on? So, Loki, he. He's too powerful. Okay. He can literally control branches now. All right. So yeah. if he ever returns to the mortal world and he's fighting somebody, can't he literally manipulate the branches so that they don't exist? Well, yeah, he, he is extremely powerful. So Loki's just unlocked world edit, basically. Okay. Now we talked about this last week. We know that because he has the power to even slip through time and go anywhere he wants. That is very powerful. Yes, it is. And what he's also doing is he is using his power as a god. Right now, think about you know who he was when he first came into the TVA, right? It was about him, you know, selfish Loki. Me, me, aggressive. Me, me, me. That yes, arrogant. That was the Loki that we saw in the first season of episode. You know, it's honestly making sense how they kind of soft locked him in um in the uh the chair at the end of time. Loki, this god Loki, is a bit too powerful to just be chilling on branches, you know? So they kind of have to put him up in cold storage until they need to access him. 
Okay. It's like when you, it's like when you finish, it's like when you order some food and you eat it, but you're very full, so you don't want, but you don't want to waste what you have, so you put it in the fridge and you wait until you'd like to eat it again. That's kind of what they're doing here with Loki. They're saving him for another day. Interesting. Never thought of it that way. All right. So what do you, okay, so. Because I mean, you can't have somebody who can literally go through all the time on the sacred timeline because he could just eliminate villains. Also, remember my theory? Remember the uh, theory you had of like how Loki would mess up something with his time travel? Yes. I'm yeah. surprised he actually didn't. Well, how do we know that? Because we, it was never well, explored. Yeah, I know, but we haven't seen the consequences of him, um, you know, restoring the branches and and and. Uh, bringing the branches together. Apparently, he creates this tree of life, right? Yeah, it's an Asgardian thing, actually. There's an right. Asgardian tree of life. Mm -hmm. So, he's doing that. Right, okay, yeah. So, my point is, yes, he is bringing, he's bringing these branches to life. He's caring for them. He's like the, you know, he's the, the, the curator, or, you know, I don't know, for lack of a better word. Bringing the branches together, he's holding them. He can't hold them, and uh, for we don't know how long he can hold these branches, which is why he needs to sit, right? So he, so he's holding the branches while he's sitting. He's godlike. It's like he's holding the newspaper at the dinner table. Yeah, but I, I said, well, I don't know how long he's gonna, you know, gonna plan to be there. But at some point, his arms are gonna get tired. Yeah, at some point, his gonna arms are gonna, gonna get so tired of that his duties. Just all clean off of saving these branches, but the point is, look, he's gonna have to hold these branches with his teeth. <laughs> well, how powerful is that? That that Loki again, he was this very arrogant person from the first season, episode one, to now this selfless, selfless person. Two glorious who, purposes, yes, for the same person. His glorious purpose is Change. completely different. It's like a 180 that he did. Like he said, his glorious he went full, full circle, right? And then realized, okay, well, um, I'm maybe me becoming the 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 god of Asgard or whatever it was that he was looking for. He thought he was entitled to. That's not what his purpose is. This is his purpose: to save other people, to save millions of lives, and to keep the timelines together so people can continue to have free will but there's somebody there who still needs to control the timeline and that is him that he decided that he's going to take on that role let's take a break for q a sure okay i'm in the mood why not okay i guess loki like atlas how about that that's a good one the whole world on his shoulders that's right the whole world on his shoulders very good absolutely okay we don't have any more comments okay all right good that's fine that's fine Okay. Huh? Okay. Okay. So, let's move on. Now there's an after. Okay? Now that we know where Loki is, after, the TVA looks to be booming. Like, things are really running like a well-oiled machine. And who is leading the TVA? As I said... <laughs> B15, Hunter B15. You know, she is the one. She who, deserves it. Oh, absolutely. You know, she is has a, a, a passion, a compassion for people. Um, you know, she understands. 
speaking of purpose, she knows what her purpose is. You know, she's always been somebody who cared for people, which is why she, you saw her as a pediatrician um, in her timeline. Yes. The, the show started off with Loki being the only one with a glorious purpose, and now everybody has a glorious purpose. I would think so, yeah. Except right. Sylvie. Sylvie doesn't know what she wants to do. Well, she yeah. She never we... knows what she wants to do. But everybody except Sylvie. I mean, B15's leading the TVA. OB is probably working with Victor Timely to help build stuff. He, I saw him with the TVA Handbook Volume 2. And Mobius went back to his life on the branch, which is disturbing in a in a sense why because well there's mobius and there's don and don yes. is the uh the original mobius so how how does he plan on living life on a branch when his duplicate exists and is currently taking care of his kids that is a very good question. Like if he wants to yeah. see his kids, it's going to be really awkward. Well, it's 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 <laughs> yeah, cerebral. If you, well, yeah. If you go back to um, when Loki was showing Mobius himself as a dad to carry his two boys, and he mentioned to to Mobius, "Come with me." Everything will be fine. You're not going to miss anything. You'll you know you'll be right back to the way things are. Um, you know, as if you didn't leave. You know, you've never left your kids. But now he's there. He's standing there, Mobius from the the future. Well, you're right. How does he integrate with himself in the present? I don't know how that works. But you know, before we got get to that, this was a very um, emotional scene when. Mobius came to B15 and said that he is, you know, he's done with the TVA. He wants to go back to his own timeline. Um, so now he's back and he's watching himself. But is that what he's going to do? I don't know. That's a question that, you, that you're that you asking. Is he just going to stand there and just watch himself in Which the present? Because imagine his kid looks off into the distance and yeah, sees see somebody dad, else, and right. then literally turns to his left and sees his dad and then turns to his right and sees his dad i mean yeah. that's gonna be yeah that's gonna be fun to explain well now that i'm thinking about it, maybe that okay if he under if if mobius can see don okay we're taking care of his kids and he's living a good life and the kids are growing up fine then maybe he doesn't need to worry about don and he can go back and be mobius Back at the TVA. Exactly. Is that possible? Yeah. Because he has no role on the branches because he shouldn't exist. Gotcha. Okay. Thank you, everyone. For those of you who are on Instagram, thank you so much for joining us. And of course, you know, we always say this at the beginning. Um, if you are new to the channel, we would love for you to subscribe to the channel to get more of this content. Um, you know, we you know love talking Marvel, Star Wars. We even talk a little bit about DC. Um, but we love it here. We, we, we do. And we enjoy oh. these live streams. So thank you all for joining. And please subscribe if you're not a subscriber. Okay. So, guys, guess what? I have received a bigger migraine 
because a whole bunch of Marvel projects okay. are going to move back. Well, okay, before we get there, are we done with, with Loki? Yes. I think we covered Loki. Okay. All right. Oh, I, by the way, uh, addressing the rumors about Mobius being a Deadpool 3. If you well, go, okay, wait, hold on. No, but real quick. If you go on Google and you look up Mobius and Mobius, you'll see that in TV shows, he was in Loki since 2021, and it'll say, played by Owen Wilson. And in parentheses, right next to that, it'll say Deadpool 3. I have a screenshot of it on my phone, but go Google that because I don't know what that means. Maybe that's some sort of insider leak, but Okay, now we're not a show of leaks, but it looks like you might have opened something. So wait a minute. So I think I opened a temporal can of worms. Are you saying that maybe Mobius could show up in Deadpool? I am 3? absolutely saying that. Why are they crediting him for a movie that he's not in? Okay, well anybody could have done that and just I don't created think this Google's rumor. Open to anybody. You gotta be a certain type of person to be editing Google pages. Okay. It's not like a fandom where you could just go right in and edit whatever you want as long as you have an account. I mean, it's it's Google. Google relies on being a fact-checked source. It's supposed to be reliable. So why would they credit Owen Wilson for a movie that he's not in for a character that's not in that movie unless that character is in that movie? Okay. All right. So now it's out there. Okay. Uh, let's just wrap up Loki, the season. Give me your thoughts about the entire season. What did you think about Loki? Much better than Secret Invasion, correct? Can yes. we agree on that? <laughs> you know what else was much better than Secret Invasion? The Marvels. Okay, all right. 85% Rotten Tomatoes, Loki. top five Marvel movie for me. Loki, let's focus back on Loki. All right, tell me about season. All season right, two. well, what do you think? here's what I enjoyed. I enjoyed getting the whole crew back together. Tom Hiddleston's the best. Yeah. Also, I guess we can chalk this up to having two characters in the MCU who have sacrificed everyone and everything they love for the people that they love. And they're both played by British actors named Tom. Okay. I don't get it. Spider-Man. Oh, that, that Tom. Yes, right. Of course. Yes. Got it. Other Tom. Yes. Yes. There are more than you one know, Tom. We have two Toms like there's more and than like one Chris. three Chrises. Yeah. 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 Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, Chris I, Pratt. I know the Chris's, yes, okay. Chris Rock. <laughs> Chris Rock, okay. All right, very good. Um, so what did you think of the season? So good season, very good? Yeah, it was a very good season. Yeah, I thought this was awesome. Anything else you want to say about the season? I don't think so. Okay, all right. Is Okay, once again, you know, this is my favorite season of any Marvel show. The performances were just amazing. I don't know. Um, I, I, if anyone needs a nomination, you know, whether it's a Golden Globe, Tom Hiddleston, Emmy, Tom Hiddleston, you know, just played this role. He's too and, good. Yeah, and just you know, look at his range. I mean, again, look at who Loki was in the first season versus who he is now, and it's just an amazing transformation. He's got a shocking range yeah. for one character. Yeah, and his facial expressions, you know, his comedic timing. All worked in this series, and it was wonderful. Supporting cat, you know, supporting cast. Owen Wilson, wonderful. Kihi Kwan, you know, like I said from the very beginning, he fit like a glove. Um, Sophie DiMartino, uh, is, you know, Wumi. Wonderful cast, wonderful cast. Yeah. It was no bad. How come they didn't? How come her name is Sylvie, but in real life the actress's name is Sophie? Why didn't they just name the variant Sophie? 
Well, we didn't want the variant to be named the actress's name, so... They did it with Jerry Seinfeld. Okay, well... And they didn't just take his first name, his whole name. They, they On the Marlin show... Well, the Seinfeld show is based on Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. So, that's different. Okay. All right, anyway. I don't care. It's okay. so similar. Oh, boy. Okay. All right. So, and then this is something we have not talked about, and we're going to talk about it now. Natalie Holt, the composer. Fantastic. I'm going to go and get this soundtrack whenever it's ready. I love the music. It was fantastic. I it's mean, a little it, too good. It was, it, there's no such thing as too good. No, this was absolutely powerful, especially this episode. Powerful, powerful, powerful music. All right. So shout out to Natalie Holt. And then again, we know um, going back to Justin and Aaron, Aaron Moorhead, Justin Benson, they're now working going on to be Daredevil working on Born Daredevil Again. Born Again. So I guess they were born again. Yeah. Well, how about that? Well, that's and speaking of to. that, okay. Now let's get into finally. The news. So, poor Deadpool three opening on not Ju- really. It's opening July twenty sixth instead of May third. Yeah, so we have and, some, uh, date but it's changes. still twenty twenty four. Now, for everything else, it's been pushed back nine months. Captain America: New World Order used to be July. Now it's February twenty twenty five. Thunderbolts is going to be July 25th, 2025, instead of December 20th. And Blade is moved to November 7th, instead of February 14th. But here's something that's not going to be moved. Our live stream of the Marvels at Spoiler Review, we're going to do with Jared. It's Wednesday, November 15th. Okay. You know, special guest, yeah. Jared. I, I said special guest lined up, but, you know, you, you told everyone who the special guest is. They already knew. Well, how would they know that we didn't tell them? I've already talked about seeing the movie with Jared on the podcast. I see. Okay. All right. Sorry. I didn't mean right. well, really You know what? Jared better be here now. You know what? <laughs> I'm going to go time slip and see if I could uh, fix that mistake. No, no, no. That's not a mistake. No, no. It's just uh, you just put uh, Jared on the spot. That's all. You know, anything can happen. But uh, yes, yeah, so we plan to have Jared, our, our good friend Jared. He is our. Um, uh, movie buddy, you know, we've seen a couple of movies this past year and we uh, didn't see the Marvels together, but we did ah! see it on the same day. It was, uh, we have a lot to say about it, so we can't wait till Wednesday. Okay, what else? Okay, so. You know what? Yes. Is it weird that I want to see Deadpool 3 now? Yeah, you know what? That's interesting. Oh, I'm glad you talked also, about that. Also, Echo, th- because Echo's rated TV. Oh, so anyway. here's, okay, yeah, so let's talk about this. Now, I'm here's surprised. A, here's, here's and the, already reviews are in. It's like five stars, 5.8 on IMDb. For Echo? Yeah. Well, how's that possible? Exactly. It's not even out yet. Exactly. Okay, you it's can't been, believe everything you read yeah, on the internet. Yeah, it's been memed online. Like, how are they rating it when it has to come out? Exactly, yet? right. So here's the thing. Now, and I'm, I, I can understand it because, you know, not everything we're going to be able to see, you know, not everything is appropriate for you to see. Okay. Uh, which, I, which is fine. I understand it. I do enjoy watching things with you, but it seems that echo is going to be for mature audiences only. All right. So more than likely you will not be able to watch that show. So, so you're going to do every night. You're just going to review it. Yourself. Well, no, no, no. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to watch the episodes. I will talk to you about what happened in the episodes. We'll put notes together. Now, here's the thing. This, these episodes are dropping all at the same time, right? It's not weekly. Did you know that? Huh? Oh yeah. So echo is being just like Netflix. They're only doing it this one time. I don't know why echo, but, 
Well, all it's the because Echo it's part episodes. of the Netflix verse. No, no. Echo is not a part of it. Yeah, but it is well, in a way. Yeah, I but mean, okay, now that's not because it's 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 the first TV MA Disney Plus show, which in a sense aligns it with Netflix, especially because we got characters like uh, Daredevil and Kingpin crossing over. So it's technically okay. part of the Netflix verse. I see what you're saying. Okay, right. It, there's a connection there. Um, so all five of their episodes, Echo's episodes, will drop. There's only five. They're all going to drop on the same day, same time. So I will watch them. We will, you know, I'll take notes and talk to you about what happened, put it together, and we're going to do one episode. There's no need to do five since we're getting all five at the same time. One episode to review Echo. So her kingpins give out my patch. Uh, why? Don't know. Remember all the right. end of Hawkeye? Yeah, well, we don't know where he was shot. So you're saying he was shot? Yeah, but I saw a picture of him with an eye patch. Well, so, why would they do that? Because Fury has an eye patch. Why would they need two well, it's characters? Not, it's not an eye patch as much as it is a big cotton ball with some medical tape oh, okay. on his face. All right, so it's, it's not it's, great. It's not an eye patch. Okay, all right. Um, yeah, it's a patched eye, not an eye patch. So now Echo, I, I, I think it's coming out in January. January. Okay, January. I think we're still expecting. You know what else is coming out in January? Shadow coming? over Etheria, the seventh book in the Diary of an Eight Bit Warrior series. I am going to be the first person there to order that book. It has been too long, too long since they they ended on a cliffhanger okay. of that sixth book. All right. Okay. Yeah, Alex King can have an eye bandage. Just in the trailer. Okay. All right. Thank you. Echo shot both of his eyes in the comics. Okay, all right. Inspired by the comics, which gives bandages on both of his. Yeah, I knew that. I saw that. But um, is it just me, or are the comics just completely unhinged? I mean, there's so many different versions and reboots, and everybody seems to die like so many times, and then they're back. For some reason, like yeah, I don't know. I I, I I don't understand comics. Well, I think that's just to you know to to increase sales. You know, when you tell you know your, your fan base that certain character is going to die, they want to know well, well, why, how, and they go out and they buy the comics, and then eh. they make all this money, and then they realize, oh well, you know, I think we we should, you know, what else we're we going to do? And now now we got to bring this character back, like. And then they say, hey, the character's back. And then people throw more money. I'm like, how? Why? And that's what happens. It's, it's, a, it's a money thing. Um, okay, so Echo is is sometime in January. What if, as far as I know, it's still dropping at the end of December? Probably. Haven't heard much about that, but so I think that's what's end happening. End of December, we're going to revisit Hawkeye because okay. I feel like it. Okay. All right. Now, this is interesting. You were just talking I about- I love Hawkeye so much. Yes, we do. Uh, that's our annual holiday- special right we'll watch that coming up that show was too good now this is interesting so deadpool are now is marvel telling us that the only content that is coming out for marvel for 2024 is deadpool 3 one film how is that possible right because everything else has been moved to 2025 yeah, well, here's the thing. Yeah. It's kind of going back to Marvel's old days. Like, you remember 2012? That was a year where there was only one Marvel film. And also 2013, okay. I think. Well, yeah, you, you're probably like, right. Well, uh, before Disney Plus, yes, right. And 2015. Well, that yeah. had Ant-Man, so no. Yeah. Uh, what about 2016? Did that did that have anything other than the Civil War? Well, I don't remember Keith. All right. 
All right, but I get it. All right. Yeah, there have been a few years where Marvel hasn't had any fresh content. All right, it's just it's just hard to believe in this day and age of Disney Plus and the films that only one movie, one series, is one movie from Marvel is coming out in 2025 in 2024. One movie, just one. They have a series and a movie. Okay, well, Echo. Are you referring to Echo? Yeah. Well, it's in that's, January. Well, yeah, but that's just five episodes dropping all at once. Yeah. You can't even count that. So what what about the rest of the year? One movie? So something something's not right. Uh, okay, so then what this probably means that maybe Star Wars may have more content dropping in 2024. All right? The Acolyte, maybe? Uh, well, Skeleton yeah, Crew? Right, exactly. I am honestly rooting so hard for Skeleton Crew at this point. Yeah. Because by now, it's been like a year and a half. Since it was announced, and I was there for the announcement mm-hmm. in 2022 at Celebration, That's true. and Nothing what happened? Yet. Well, I don't know. A lot of things. The strike, apparently. Okay. All right. So, all right. So, the Marvel spoiler review will be on Wednesday. Uh, we're going to be talking Star Wars again. Don't worry. You know, we haven't forgotten about Star Wars. That's who we are. We're going to pick up with uh, Daphimir talking about Asajj Ventress. And we're going to do our top 10 favorite stories of Return to Jedi, 40 years of Return to Jedi. Looking forward to that. Alex. Um, I missed that. What Whatever that was that came up on the screen, I missed it that. It was Alex. He's talking about superhero fatigue. And yeah, okay. people online have been like, they've been they've been really raging. They've been big bad about superhero fatigue. Basically, I don't, superhero fatigue. You know Alex, superhero fatigue. Alex, there's no such thing. <laughs> people are getting upset because no, 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 no. Marvel's like there's hardcore. There's no such thing. Marvel is hardcore grinding out new shows and movies, but they're not the same quality. You're right. Superhero fatigue. Because there's no such thing, Alex. You know that. That's why you put it in quotes. I I don't understand what this, you know, people are saying about superhero fatigue. It's look, if you're giving them great content, it doesn't matter how much you're giving them, they're gonna take it in. As long as it's good stuff, right? If you're giving them something that's average or below average, then yeah, there's going to be a problem. It, it has nothing to do with fatigue. It's just the content. So I, I don't believe in, in superhero fatigue. Okay. Thank you. All right. More interviews. You know, we'll have that coming up between now and 2023. We want to do wrap-ups. This year is coming to a close very quickly. Um, want to thank our patrons. That's Baraxium, John H., and Mary B. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. We really appreciate your contributions. Anything else? No. Okay. Any other comments? All right. Well, then that is it, everyone. So we'll be back on Wednesday, like we say. Spoiler review of the Marvels. Don't miss that. Um, Okay. Keith, where can people find us? You can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Our socials are Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Bowsing Galaxy, website BowsingGalaxy.com. Please donate to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Bowsing Galaxy. We have merch at fathersofthegalaxy.myspreadshop.com. Stay warm. We got sweaters. We got mugs for your drinks. So that's it. All right. So thank you, everyone. We'll be back. Until next time, take care. And we will see you again.